0: Hey, hey, I am super pumped to have my awesome friend Mari Roberts on the show today. She's a certified coach and psychic guide, helping women unearth our purpose and live passionate, fulfilling lives. Hey ladies, welcome to Conversations from the Little Pink Book. I'm your host, Lena gossick Wolf. Picture this, you're sitting with a group of amazing friends, sipping your favorite beverage, and having heart-to-heart conversations about life and business. Well, that's exactly what this podcast is all about. In each episode, I'm diving into conversations with other incredible female entrepreneurs, we'll laugh, share stories and ideas, and also explore the real stuff, like breaking free from societal norms conquering self-doubt, and celebrating our unique journeys in business as women. So get comfy, pour your favorite drink, and listen in as I chat with all my best gals in my conversations from The Little Pink Book. Hey, Mari, what's up? It's been way too long.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, So much has been up since we last talked, so I can't wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell me, you know, what is going on in your corner of the universe?
1: So I don't work in corporate anymore. It's humongous as of August 4th. My last day in corporate was August 4th. Yes, yes. It's a mixture of things. I was just sharing on my podcast, you know, how there's so much mind drama, though, that is happening. And this need really to decondition from the corporate Mari and corporate mind. And really, what it feels like is a death and rebirth. And when it's the death piece, I don't mean like, oh, she'll never come back, but corporate Marie needs to take a way, 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 way back seat, And it's been a journey.
0: Yeah. And I can only imagine a huge shift, but it's been coming.
1: It's been coming. And the crazy thing is I was saying how, you know, finally I got to the point where I said, by the end of this year, I was going to quit my corporate job. And I was like, Yes, universe, you're happy, right? We've agreed, I'm quitting at the end of the year. And the universe just kept squeezing and squeezing and making things more stressful and difficult. And it got to the point where I had to leave before my original plan. And I think my learning from that was yes, you can listen to, you need to listen to the universe, you know, trust those signs. But Also, if you're not moving fast enough, the universe will help you move things along faster than you think it's going to be on the rational side. (laughs) But I was so stressed out. So I had to go.
0: You know, I can imagine that was kind of a relief, but at the same time, when it isn't the plan, that's always a little bit scary, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it took me years to get to the point of being able to say, I can leave my job. And it was honestly in a conversation with another friend who had left corporate and we were just catching up and she had shared that she left. She didn't have clients or anything lined up, but she had her stock, her bonus stuff. And this light bulb went off in my head of, oh wait, I have resources. And I also know that's not the case for everyone because not everyone works in a corporate job where you have that ability to have stock. But when that happened, when she shared that, literally it was like, wait a minute, I have resources.
0: (laughs) That's really so true is that little bit of, well, it's a lot a bit of, because you've been doing it for so long, but you built yourself that resource, right? And that's there for you, whatever you choose moving forward. And so that's really a powerful shift to think about it as, okay, well, this can support me moving forward into my next role. It doesn't have to be at the end of the line somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I have used stock to be able to buy our house. So it's like remembering that I used it for another investment, right? And so why can't I not use it for an investment in myself and in my business, right? It it was just this aha moment. And still I said, by the end of the year, I'm going to leave. And like I said, that was not the path that was presented. It was, you're going to get stressed out. You're going to deal with a lot more stress. You're going to have hives and nervous system breakdown and all those things
0: until you hear us leave. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So what are you doing right now then? What's exciting you on this end?
1: That's a really good question. Honestly, I am really working on resting and giving myself space to pause. And it is, and I shared this right when we first started, like there's even mind drama in that because it's still letting go of corporate Mari who wakes up and says, I have to do these things. So I have a list of these things that I want to do in my rest period, in my sort of pausing period. And it doesn't mean I'm not taking clients or doing anything. It's just meaning that. I want to give myself space to breathe and also determine the things that I do the offerings do they do I want to change them what's I don't even really know yet. And so I have this beautiful list of I want to go to botanical gardens more. I want to have fun with abstract painting. I want to do these things. And the week after my last I was I need to go to the store and buy all the paint products that I don't have to start painting. That's not very restful. And catching myself in that was really important. And I have good days. I have good weeks. And then I have weeks where I find myself, And I don't know, are you into human design? Yes, I couldn't remember. So I have an open head in human design. And that open head is taking in a whole bunch of knowledge and things that don't matter essentially <laughs> i find myself what should i watch another training or i had this training saved from a long time ago maybe i should watch this to get myself prepared and ready for what's next that is totally counterintuitive counterproductive to giving myself space to just rest and pause
0: yeah and i commend you for that because it's not easy when you're used to that go 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 productivity So, I kind of hate asking then, but what do you think the next iteration of your business might be?
1: If I just speak from what shows up in my sort of mind's eye, imaging is I still have this real interest and desire in doing retreats. And I still love working with my clients one on one. And something that I've learned over this period too is I think when we first met, I was sharing how I was going through this long pivot and I used to call myself a psychic life coach because I'm psychic and I do life coaching. However, I also know the energy healing work is really important. So then I was saying, okay, I need to just focus on energy healing. But what I've been realizing is like, I use all of it and what I call myself actually doesn't matter. (laughs) And this is like the journey, right? actually doesn't matter. It's just knowing that I'm using all of these tools to help people connect to what's true for them, connect to their passions, to feel confident and assure that they can take the steps that they need to take and live a life that is fulfilling and allows them to have the impact in the world that they desire to have. Whether that's as a corporate leader or as a mom or anything in between, that's what it is. So allowing myself to, and I think this is what's helpful about this pause is it's helped me to remove some of these barriers I put in place for my own self and to say, I just want to help people and serve people. And it's okay if I serve them in a one-on-one capacity. It's okay if I do other things, but what's really, like I said, Back to it, long winded way of saying retreats are in my mind's eye vision of something that I would really love to bring to life and to continue to help people in one on one capacity. And honestly, what lights me up is seeing people's shifts, seeing people take steps. I got a message actually from an old client last night and she's doing this really big, cool event in Texas and just her saying, because of our work together, I'm able to do this now, you know, like that's amazing.
0: Yes. Yes. That is so powerful hearing that feedback and knowing that you're playing even a small part in someone else's success. I feel you there that is something that genuinely lights me up every time that i hear that from a client because that's why we do what we do right exactly
1: it is the fuel that keeps you going is to see their success and their overcoming whatever fears that have been put in place or gaining that confidence that they have a lot of times it's not that they don't even have confidence it's just that they've lost it and they don't remember what it's like. Or I was talking to a friend, and it's that feeling when you're feeling joyful and you're in your car and you drive and you dance into music and you just dance, and then all of a sudden that feeling stops and you don't even remember when it stops. Getting that feeling back again, that's amazing.
0: Hmm. So, talking about people just closing off that side of themselves how do you think our learned behaviors from childhood can really cut us off from finding that passion and purpose in life
1: i don't even think it's just from childhood i think it goes beyond childhood i think whether it's society whether it's our families or our parents or if you're in corporate world the corporate job we were always are told that we have to be striving for something that is I'm air quoting practical or, so I used to be in campus recruiting. So working for big corporate companies and doing recruiting for interns and new college grad hiring. And I was always so surprised when I was in finance talking to these kids who were like, I'm a business major, but then you really get to know them and you find out that they're a business major because their parents said that was the viable place to be that's actually not what they're passionate about or what they love. What they're passionate about, what they love could be history. Maybe they wanted to be an artist, whatever it might be. And they are going down a path that's not for them because again, either their parents told them that they needed to do this or all their friends are doing something and they didn't want to be the oddball out. And I think that's just what we see so often. So it's coming either from our parents again, are somewhere else. And I think that what I see for people is that they either find themselves really unhappy asking what the heck am I doing with my life? Or they are always applying for these jobs because that's the next best thing that you're supposed to do. Like I'm a program manager. I've taken every exam and test. I need to be a program manager. The next step naturally is I'm going to be a senior program manager or whatever it is. And it's like, you're not even happy. You don't even want to get out of bed. You don't even enjoy this. And I just think it's because it's what we've been told is the next best natural step. It's what we're supposed to do. It's practical and rational. And our hearts, what's true to our soul is not always practical and rational. It's so ingrained, I think, in our society of what we're, what you're supposed to do and follow.
0: Yeah. I think we set our sights on an end goal very early in life. And I think that sets people up for disappointment because they get to the end goal and then it's like, okay, now what? And I think that's when we see people sit in these careers that they're miserable in for years. And that's so different to look at as an entrepreneur because we're like, okay, we got to that goal. What comes next? What are we doing? And I know for me, you know, going for an art degree, never mind two art degrees, (laughs) that was always something where people were, oh, starving artists. What are you going to do with that? And honestly, I didn't know for a long time what I would do with that. I just knew I wanted to do something with my gift, something with my talent. I didn't know what the heck that was at that point. But I knew I could never sit in an office and do the same thing all the time because I've just always felt that passion in me to create and look at new things and do different things with different people. And so I think the biggest shift that has been really powerful for me is understanding that that's an okay thing.
1: Yeah, and I love that you're saying because it is true. The first thing that I thought about when you were saying sharing this was you were given the open door to follow the degree path that felt right for you. And even though people were naysaying it, you still stuck to what you knew to be true for you and you knew that you would figure it out. Not everyone has that inner trust and knowing that it's going to be that case. And I wish that more people could feel comfortable and confident to know that it's okay as long as you are listening to that inner knowing and that it could even change. Like tomorrow you could decide that you don't want to do the career you're doing and that would still also be okay. I also feel like it doesn't have to be your career. It could just be the thing you love. Like, what if you went and got your degrees and you were just doing it for your own fulfillment and you still had another job? So I just think it's having the courage, which is not always easy to know and trust your path.
0: That is so true. And that's why I love having conversations like this. Because it's so affirming and validating when you hear someone else who's gone through the same thing and you're trying to just trust yourself and you're trying to trust the decisions you make and you don't need other people's validation, but boy, does it feel good when I can say that to you and you're like, yeah, exactly. That's how we change, right? That's how we grow when we share with each other.
1: Yes. I agree. And for people to be able to hear these stories, I think it's going to be so important because if you are feeling alone, this is a great way to hear that you're not. (laughs) You're literally.
0: Yeah. That's really what's taken me so far in my journey with entrepreneurship, really is just having people like you that I can talk to and lean on. Having other voices is really what's lifted me up always. So thank you. And thank you so much, Mari, for chatting. You know, it's always a pleasure to talk. And this was fantastic. But let's not let it be so long between catch-ups next time, okay?
1: Yes, for sure. That would be ideal. Definitely.
0: Well, we will talk soon. Thank you. If you felt a connection to Mari and would like to connect with her yourself, head over to her website, marirobertslife.com which I'll link in the show notes, but that's M-A-R-I-R-O-B-E-R-T-S-L-I-F-E dot com. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Conversations from the Little Pink Book. You can find additional information on today's episode, including more about me, my guests, and other valuable resources in the show notes simply by visiting this podcast in your favorite player or the website littlepinkpodcast.com.